0: There's the podcast. Ladles and Jelly Spoons, welcome to Truth, Love, and Peace. This is episode number 44, and that's Quentin Ayers. Hey, man. Welcome <laughs> to it, man. I made it. Yay! Seat belts for safety. Yes, we are driving today, so uh, so we are going to be seated and belted and uh, not fly through any windshields, and we're going to go for a little cruise. We're a little bit late getting started because I took forever to find my little plastic piece of... Uh, piece of membership card to get us into this beach thing but so the last time we were together we had uh i don't know a cacophony a gaggle a big group yeah probably in the big jam space drivers but that gets us to you play bass for yes yeah probably yeah probably that's yes. not where we met though but tell us how you became the bass player of yeah
1: probably give us for those that don't know you um,
0: catch all, catch us up on the backstory. How'd you meet those guys? How'd you meet Shay? Well, I knew
1: Shay in high school, and we were in jazz band together. Um, he was a grade above me. So when he graduated, I kind of had no friends. All my friends were older than me. And uh, really focused on my bass playing, and then ended up going to community uh, college where Shay was at. And uh, that's where we both met Philip. But Shay, I guess, already knew Philip for that year prior while I was still in high school. And uh, we all kind of knew, we knew each other, played with each other, and, uh, we, we did gigs and stuff, we just never really had a a proper band name or anything, it was just kind of, like, for fun with friends, Mm -hmm. and, uh, we all played in separate bands, um, and then, basically, like, a year and a half ago, we decided, yeah, let's, you know, try to write some original music, and, uh, it kind of went so smoothly, like, organically. Just whenever we got together to focus on stuff that wasn't cover music, uh, yeah, we just started, you know, wanting to do that. And so we, all right, let's do this full time. Since we all kind of tried playing with other bands and didn't work out for, for any of us in that's our own separate great. ventures. We all, we all have, like, our own lives, though, like, aside from this. But
0: uh, it's so funny to hear you tell that story, though, because that's exactly what y'all sound like is a band that's just so good together, why would you play with anybody else, like it's just that tight so hearing the back story makes good. that much yeah.
1: sense to, uh, to to play with people that are also better than us too, that, that helps us and bringing other other people that are uh, like minded and want to play good music for good music's sake Like even though we have some cover band gigs and stuff like that but we've been picking up, you know, 30 minute 45 minute hour long slots where we do mostly original music Um, Like that Shizuko's show that we did the podcast at. Yeah. We played at Vinyl last weekend. How was that? Awesome. Uh, Opening for John Hart. Nice. Yeah, the Grey Tones. Awesome band opened before us, so we
0: were kind of sandwiched in the middle. Well, and there was some stuff that we were listening to at, uh, there were tons of things that we were bouncing back and forth while we were sitting around chit-chatting earlier at Shizuko's, and I, I got to hear some of the... I don't know if that's stuff you guys are working on or or where that falls, but... Yeah, we're working on that. I uh, I remember some of the original stuff that you guys played that night, and it is killer, man. I can't wait. When, do you guys have projections on when
1: all that stuff's going to drop, or is it just still a work in progress? Yeah, we definitely have goals. Uh, nice. But, yeah, we're kind of in a writing phase right now. That's great, though, And uh, bringing in other musicians, Uh, we got Joe Pizzolatto on guitar playing some gigs with us and uh, having a say in the creative process instead of just showing up and playing a gig, like he's interested in our sound and wants to to work with it. Yeah, and he is such a good
0: compliment for what Shay does in the front, so man, Y'all are fucking awesome. I, I I know I gush a little bit, but it's so fun listening to you guys play. Like, that was the first show that I'd been to in almost a year of being out and, you know, sitting in front of a stage and listening. And, I uh, oh, yeah. you guys tore it up, man. So
1: much fun. And we we love doing those gigs, you know, just as much as a packed out cover, cover band gig where there's just a few people, like, listening and we're able to play our originals and they're, like, really taking it in and appreciate it for what it is you know even if they're not fans they're like alright these guys are cool and like just we just want to play music so that's our kind of vibe bunch it shows a bunch of awkward guys on our own <laughs> and then we get up there It's not what you're
0: supposed to follow it shows with it shows <laughs> we're a couple of awkward guys oh,
1: it's not true at yeah, all yeah I mean if it wasn't for the music you know music makes it uh It's not just, you know, real, real life material things, it's just, it's it's a lot, all all conceptual kind of, you know, if you were, you know, couldn't hear anything, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't really know the difference of just guys standing up there just moving (laughs) around a little, you know. Because of the nuance. Because, I think that's great though. The language
0: of it. all. yeah. Yeah. That's exact. The complexity of it is what I enjoy. Like, music today is so dumbed down, but watching you guys play, watching John play, you know, Big Jam, Space Driver, John Hart, what I enjoy about it is it's the, the complexity of it, the the ability to get in there and not be this cookie cutter, you know, all the cover stuff. That's great in a certain aspect, but I love hearing you guys do push the limits and, and really... You know, like you said, communicate. Communicate something more than something somebody else wrote forever ago. So that's great, man. I'm super stoked about that. But you didn't always play with Yeah, Probably. What were some of the other groups that you played with before you solidified the Yeah, uh,
1: Probably thing with Shane and um, Another big thing of going to community college for me was uh, getting to know Owen Finley.
0: Oh, fucking Owen! He, gonna...
1: he uh, really kind of took me under his wing as far as like being a gigging bass player. Like, he he's just the ideal bass player, you know, like, just totally reliable, shows up to the gig, and he just digs in, and, yeah. you know, looked up to this guy, but, like, we were in, you know, school together, and, and, uh, he, he would throw me gigs and stuff, you know, before I actually, like, had a band, or, like, wanted, wanted to do this full-time or anything like that, like, he would just throw me some stuff, like, hey, I can't do this, like, he was gradually going up on his ladder, mm-hmm. you know, and I was just kind of, like, you know, picking up whatever he fell off whatever he dropped off as he was going up but uh, those are some tasty scraps though man yeah I know um, <laughs> well, when you get to Phil Owen lot. Finley's shoes definitely learned a lot from that um, and he's he's so humble so it kind of keeps me in check Like I cannot be an ass, asshole in this if I want to like <laughs> you know, I need more people like Owen in my life <laughs> yeah for sure man keep me from flying off the handle. Shout out to the Finn man.
0: Love you Owen. Hope you're doing good.
1: Oh man. So who else? Uh, Owen and then
0: somebody that came up
1: that, uh, so was yeah, pretty much that was through, through Owen. Like, yeah. you know, so hotel Oscar, um, I played with Mario Minna for a good year and a half. Uh, like my last year of college then, Is that when I knew you? That's when we met, huh? Maybe. 2014? Oh well, Yeah. Ish. So, I got a lot of my like endurance from that of just like, playing four nights a week and just yeah. playing country bass lines with a, with a good drummer, um, Miko De La Cruz. Miko! He no longer lives here, but we all miss him. I'm sorry to hear that. He's a sick drummer, though.
0: He's a good dude. He's always quiet, but he was always there, man. Yeah. Always got it right. Man, it's such a strong music community down here. That's such a wonderful thing. Now you were talking about you all went to uh, went to
1: school together. That's obviously down here. Is that the same place that Rebecca Berry teaches? Yeah. it's formerly known as Faulkner, I guess it's uh, coastal Alabama now. Okay. Community school. But they've got a pretty good music program. I think Justin Phobes was affiliated with that program. Yeah, so. there's a lot of people you know that, you know, went in there and came out. Hell yeah. Small world. Bunch of Mobile people,
0: yeah. I've been hanging out more in Mobile recently. Do you, uh... Yeah, I see that, man. You guys play over shows. there a good bit, huh? Those comedy shows, man. Those are cool. Yeah, we've been having a good time with it. I don't know how much of a comedy fan you are. I know how hard you work, though. So getting to a show may not be... I mean, Saturday night, kind of... You're usually busy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean,
1: there's a couple that I've seen I was like, oh, man, if I would have known, like, before it was over, I would have probably made it out. But, uh... And we got some coming up. The uh, anything on like a weekday is usually the best uh, thing, or a Sunday, or what. You know. well,
0: yeah. Well, if if you're interested, I just got my new website up, ComptonSmith.com. We we'll keep it all on there, um, so all the future dates are there. We do the third Saturdays of the month uh, over at Flying Harping Two, and we've got some more dates coming. I'll definitely keep you in the loop. I'll make sure you're on the invite list. My invite list is weird. I'm trying to figure out whether or not to just delete my Facebook account I don't know how you feel about social media these days but it's I, mean,
1: I, I keep it for the band mainly I keep it to like keep contact with musicians and family the
0: algorithms and stuff like trying to market through it it's gotten to be such a pain in the butt I'm, I'm broke the self-esteem <laughs> <Hell> not yeah <coughs> well I've gone back to just social media marketing all together it's there, but I've seen better results just going out and handing out flyers and shaking hands, man.
1: Oh yeah, word of mouth is definitely the the, uh, the easiest thing to utilize without trying to stay on top of some kind of analytics. Yeah, because that stuff's crazy.
0: Crazy, crazy. I was hoping we'd get to see some more sunlight this evening. The sunset, but it might get a little dark. Mm -hmm. It's quite all right. I love coming down here and cruising the beach, though, because it's usually nice and quiet. Case in point, never been down here. June City. State Park. I quit coming down here as much when they, uh, you can't fly a drone
1: down here, so. That means they they got some kind of underground base. Probably stealth operation. We're
0: so close to the, uh, the Naval Air Station. It's hard to get away with anything out here. They used to do, uh, outdoor camping, like you could walk down and build a fire on the beach and all that good stuff. You can't do that anymore, which is ridiculous because that was so much fun. Camping on the beach, the only place you could really camp on the beach. But it's pretty nice. So you went
1: to school to play bass or you were just in school? I mean, I went to school for music, but I did not pass any classes, (laughs) really. I dropped out at last minute. I didn't really go to class because I was starting to play gigs. That
0: was me the first time around. It took me until I was 26 to get my first degree, so I'm right there with you. I think I might have you beat, though. I, uh, I think I dropped out at three different schools before I started getting paid
1: so don't feel bad (laughs) yeah no I I know school's not for me unless like I absolutely need it and I and I I was on a scholarship like a music scholarship so I I wasn't really paying anything yeah so it wasn't nothing to just drop out I know if I like paid for the class I would do a class you know out of pocket I just feel like I feel like that's how I would have to go to school yeah I knew I was just yeah if I was putting myself through school, pretty much.
0: I'm not sure what the benefits of school are these these days. I mean, for certain professions, sure, go to school. But by and large Shay's calling me. Oh, are you we supposed to be somewhere? No. Oh, okay. Put him on speakerphone. What up, Shay? Oh hey. Hey dude. Shay. Hey, where you at? I'm with Compton on the podcast. You're live on Facebook via phone. <laughs> yeah, this dude. is this is you are slowly inching your way to actually being on the podcast, Shay. You were in man, the in the it's, room it's next up. door. <laughs> Last it's time you were in the room up. next door. This time you're on the phone. Just one day you'll we'll sit in the same place together.
1: Dude, it's gonna happen. I promise
0: you. I have it on my calendar. <laughs> I won't miss it. I won't miss it. I promise.
1: Oh. Yeah, I saw I saw you pass us whenever we left Alabama. Oh man. Yeah. I very nice. So, well, uh, I'll, let, I'll let you guys get back to it. Yeah, dude. Thanks for interrupting. Yeah, man. Once again. <laughs> Love you, Shay. All right. All right. Love y'all. Later. Later. For
0: those of you listening or for those of you who don't know, Shay White is the, you mentioned him earlier, he's the front man, the lead guitar player for, yeah, probably. The singer. The Sanger. Hey, oh yeah, yeah. Him. So, musically, what do you think about all this situation that we're in? I mean, what does the music landscape look like I'm still over learning. the course of your life, man? I'm still learning, dude. I don't have nothing figured out as far as I'm concerned. Well, what, what was the last good lesson you got a hold of?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, too, too vague? Here's no, a... it's too specific. The... Or my my answer would have Not been the right answer To say But uh Let's see I don't know Well What did you What did you listen to Growing up
0: I guess let's start there Like did you grow up really, With the radio or? I listened
1: to like Whatever my dad was Putting on yeah, like Chili Peppers And just rock And Nothing really I don't really remember Music being That big of an Impact in my life Like Grandparents putting Leonard Skinner records on Like remembering The lyrics from that and then, like, my stepmom introduced me to funk, Earth, Wind, and Fire, when I was, yeah. I was, like, 12. I was like, oh, this is cool. But I wasn't really musical until I had, like, guitar lesson. I took a guitar lesson. I was, like, hooked. Nice. And then, uh, in high school, my stepmom was a teacher. And uh, she kind of, like, got me into the jazz program, even though I had, like, no knowledge of any music theory or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Like I, pro- I guess I progressed enough so, so they wouldn't kick me out. Mm-hmm. So I got pretty lucky in like being able to kind of just pick it up fast. Nice. Um, and then switched to bass my junior year. Well, I, I started jazz band my sophomore year, and I went to bass my junior year from starting on, on guitar, um, and just like practiced, practiced every day. Like that was all I did when I went to high school. I was like. Flunking out of math and flunking out of everything else, and just doing music. And then uh, I did, I tried off, tried out for all-state jazz, mm. my senior year, and got in. Fuck yeah! So I was able to like go on this like trip and play like big band jazz charts and stuff with uh, best kids from Alabama, like all around the state. and It was like really eye-opening because I was definitely like the weakest like, sight reader musician, I guess. You know? mm-hmm. That's how you get better quick, though, man. I know. Like, I don't know. I've I've definitely had uh, the imposter syndrome throughout my whole musician (laughs) career, I guess, of, like, just playing with people and thinking, like, man, this is nuts. Like, they're so good. Like, they're they're so naturally just good at it on a deeper level than I feel like I am sometimes. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's funny you say that. I felt the same way when I was, uh, any time I played, dude,
0: that's crazy. But... I'll testify for anybody that doesn't believe it. Uh, you totally deserve to be where you are. And uh, I love listening to you play.
1: It's always tight. Oh, yeah. Getting the recognition from people I respect is like the biggest, you know, biggest motivator or biggest kind of just, all right, I'm doing what I need to do kind of thing. I'm doing what I should be doing. Oh, yeah. Don't don't become a mathematician. Keep playing baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't think I could if I tried at this point. But, yeah. No need. No need. No, it, it's good to see you guys crushing it as hard as you are. As Yeah, probably. Because just the climate of being able to make it as an artist these days is so... Uh, I don't know if it's easier. I don't know if it's harder. In some ways, I think it might be
1: easier because the internet helps you get it out there. I mean, yeah, yeah there's a lot of distractions, though. Yeah. In uh, people's personal lives and then also people who take in content I guess you know Um, so much stuff going through people's eyeballs very brief moments just all day it is constant though the, the
0: bombardment of information I run into that a little bit with the podcast on like how to make this stand out to people and then I step back and go, uh, screw it. Just to have a good conversation and people will figure it out. Cause if it feels to me like yelling into a vacuum. Like trying to market online is just like yelling into a dark empty room. Yeah. Just doesn't make sense to me. But was that a helicopter? He's hauling ass.
1: Oh, the things you see at the beach. Yeah. Just trying to focus on the music and not go broke. <laughs> yeah. And it just kinda works out.
0: I would love to get to that point where I could just focus on the comedy. How long have you how long's it taken you to get to that point? I mean it, we first met like fourteen. If we wanted to do the math it's been five years, four years? Oh, uh, I
1: mean it's gotten better every year that I've played music. Yeah. As far as like financially. But definitely playing in like a band that I have, um, say in, is even better than just trying to freelance all, all the time. Like I'm working half as less and making the same amount if I was working twice as more uh, playing, you know, freelance gigs. You know, that's great. So people don't call me because they know I have a band. Like they call me sometimes be like hey do you know bass player that's available because they just assume I'm not even available you know what I mean that's that's a pretty nice spot to be in though but yeah as far as doing that there's like the community of bass players that you know have each other's backs because this bass player will double book himself and need to call this other guy who's off or this other girl who's off you know to come fill it in and they know that they're competent enough to just kind of show up and get through it at least yeah you know. so basically y'all have a bassist's union <laughs> yeah but it's only like that's correct. that's why it's like hard to find i guess a bassist because if you already know the the group of bassists that are all kind of like competent within one another yeah uh yeah you don't find a lot like outside of that that you could just call like last minute to come do it makes sense definitely, uh, learning still, trying to, trying to stay where I'm learning, but yeah, I'm definitely comfortable with the, yeah, probably, to a degree, of course, you know. But, well, it's, it
0: shows, I mean, you guys, I mean, like I said, you guys are tight, it's awesome, I just want this guy to pass me, I don't like having headlights behind me.
1: But I, I still try to, you know, write music that isn't a part of, yeah, probably, and listen to music that's totally out of our genre, and, uh. Follow kind of like what I'm what I'm inspired by, even though like it might be a part of. Uh, well, what are you inspired by? Uh, just like new jazz, kind of not like in a in any kind of genre of the sense of the word, but in, improv being present and just good music. So like the jazz fusion stuff. That's yeah, but not like. How, how it was kind of in the 80s or whatever like the new the new stuff that's coming out, the, the cutting edge of the just these guys that have been playing you know for 10, 20 years and just masters at their instruments that are doing new things yeah and that shit blows me away so yeah um, and getting to like meet these people like it's just humbling like whenever they're hum- super humble people and nice people I'm like oh man I wish I'm this like who comes to mind I wish I, I wish I listened to just some guy who thinks I'm, like, the shit down the line, and I'm not just like, yeah, fuck off. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> ah, so who have you run into recently? Shoot.
0: Or who jumps out at you?
1: Um. Not so much recently, but, uh, yeah, Kevin Scott, he plays bass. Uh, he, from Atlanta. And he plays bass, like, all all over the place, man. He's just kind of the on-call guy in that, like, top-tier uh, bass players that just know their shit. And he comes through Mobile, and he, like, brings his nonsense, and he's just a crazy awesome uh, guitar player, too, as well as a bass player. But, uh, yeah, I've kind of looked up to him because he's just kind of been around this area, like, through this area. And, uh... Seen how he kind of is just a working bass player too, you know. But like he's just got so much time and experience, and, uh, and how he sees his his perception. Like I'm really like intrigued by it. And he usually just like knows the right thing to say every time I talk to him. So it's really awesome to like have that. Even though I don't talk to him, you know, frequently. When I do see him, it's like, yeah, man, how's it going? Like. You know, like I had, last time I saw him was yesterday, but it's actually like six months or something. <laughs> but really cool. Um, yeah, that's I was, awesome. I was, I wasn't, I was trying not to just name drive the whole time. That's okay. That's people, that's okay. Do, people like to do that. And, um, uh, it's
0: uh, it's not necessary. Sometimes it's necessary for the context, but but not always odds are they're never going to see this so it's okay all All four people that that hang out and watch my my podcast Uh, hey man I've shared it dude that's fucking awesome thank you yeah they're uh, hang on press this button before I get into this there are definitely people out there that listen which amazes me so thank you for everybody that, that listens to the podcast Uh, Every once in a while, the best stories when it gets back to me and somebody's like, oh, you know, we were listening to this episode and -and so-and-so got hooked up with so-and-so and and things happened because of the podcast. Like, that's a good
1: feeling. That's a very good feeling. It's my little touch of getting to be on stage, I guess. That was cool, man. I'm I'm honored to be a part of this.
0: Thank you for doing it. Glad to have
1: you. All these people hanging
0: out behind us. We'll uh, let them let them pass yeah. us. Getting grumpy. That's it yeah. They've been at the beach all day long. Go go get your some dinner. Don't <laughs> wait on us. <laughs> do whatever you do. And music. I um I've been looking for some good some new music that I haven't heard of. Is there anybody that's kind of left field that you've been listening to a lot that that you would want to recommend to anybody? I listen to
1: more like old music than newer music I guess and that as far as like I don't know albums and stuff like that yeah. um, uh, I guess newer stuff like I, I'm a huge uh, Daniel Caesar fan um, don't that, know Daniel Bad Said. Bad Not Good they're like a backing uh, a backing studio band that does a bunch of like hip hop records and soul records and stuff but like live instruments uh, yeah, Daniel Caesar kind of has that like pop sound that I think Shay has? Got gotcha. so a lot of his his style of vocal. He's a vocal guy. Um, been listening to a lot of PJ Morton. He's the keyboard player for Maroon Five, and he has like his own solo project. Nice, some really cool uh, soul music. PJ Morton shoot. I mean, those are some good ones to look into hiatus coyote is like a soul band from australia hiatus coyote yeah, they're kind of like australian Eric badu sounding if you know Eric badu yeah i do i do um it's i don't like know that. a lot of soul a lot of fun just like a lot of stuff people will just send me and tell me to listen to it i'll listen to them. I guess
0: I never thought about that you guys must get inundated with
1: hey listen to this hey check this out mm-hmm. I
0: forget about that all the time like somebody used to tell me Wayne Kurt told me that they used to have this late night thing where they would you know listen to tracks off people's albums but so is that something that you guys have to deal with
1: a good bit is when oh, yeah. people hand in you stuff Well, Has it yeah, become and trying, cumbersome and trying yet? to get people to listen to the songs it's like really listen to this man like we're gonna learn the song or like something like that or uh, I don't I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely a struggle. It's like everybody needs to be kind of listening to the same stuff if we're gonna be writing this one kind of s- sound. I don't know. I don't know. We need to listen to stuff that sounds like what we're trying to do already. You know, Cause yeah. there's a lot of examples of like stuff right up our wheelhouse.
0: Um, That's interesting. I, I I was thinking about this from a comedy standpoint and. and you know the things that we listen to, and not wanting to accidentally steal
1: somebody's material. But you want to like take their like their flow, or like their like you know there, there's there's way more you can take from somebody without actually like saying the words they're saying. Right, right. It's like the notes don't really matter. It's like how you're playing it. Like yeah, um, that's fun to get in
0: there and, and figure out. You know how do you how do you take the same emotion and say it? You know, how, or how do you convey that in your own words or your own notes yeah well, that's i guess that's true for all already then it, then you're just talking the language
1: of communication and expression right mm-hmm. i mean that's definitely what i feel like i'm working on and also trying to like bring my fellow bandmates or you know along the ride with me of of learning new things and learning new perspectives and uh, like everyone in the band has different perspectives and different levels of ability in in their in their own you know instrument and in their own kind of sound uh, and trying to get everyone where like everyone understands each other more and yeah. it really takes like I, don't, I really don't know what it takes because it's it's so much deeper to like the core of a person. Like all of their like, yeah. What makes them them? You know, aside from like the good parts, you have to be like, all right, how do I deal with this person? To as a person, yeah,
0: (laughs) and not just in the middle of some music.
1: Yeah, because you know it's it turns into work and it turns into not. People don't want to. They'll put in just the minimal amount of effort they got to put into it to get it done, even though they're like highly talented. You know. It's, it's still not, like, as good as I, I think it could be mm. as, as a whole and, like, individually. Yeah, that's never a good feeling when
0: you feel like somebody's not pulling their weight or contributing or taking something seriously. Or just goal-oriented. There are all kinds of things when you start dealing with other people. Oh, yeah. People make life tricky, man. It's like it's John tough. Paul Sartre said, uh, John, listen to me, I'm a fucking southerner. John... Jean Paul Sartre. Sartre.
1: See, that was other people. So yeah, hey. Even, you know, coming to this podcast, it's like, man, all I mean, all I have right now is like, um, yeah, probably a player. Like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, I, I need to have more of a personal identity, I guess. And I, I've kind of put that off to the side because I'm not a big social media guy. You know, like, I don't have, like, uh, an avatar or whatever. I mean I guess I, I'm kind of living that Avatar 3 yeah probably cause I'm not I don't know I feel like I could be doing something else like how everyone else has their own things going on on the side things that they're you know you
0: definitely could if you in. wanted to but at the same time in the pursuit of self and the pursuit of identity I uh, just cause I, anybody can have a podcast man <laughs> not that big of a deal, but I get what you mean on, like, the journey to find yourself and and how do you represent who you are. I would say that your identity, in my mind, is pretty solidified, I mean, and it's not just the bass player for you, yeah, probably, that's what I know you as now, but, but you had to be a badass bass player to get to that point, so I know you as, I don't know, for me, the yeah, probably thing's kind of transitional, I guess, because I knew you before that. Yeah. it's a cool credit but it's just one
1: yeah no nothing you know I love playing with this band it's it's understandable it's a fucking great band it's great y'all are awesome um, but yeah I think it's just the the never ending bass player struggle <laughs> I mean <laughs> if you're not Les Claypool or you know Sting or some shit like you're not fronting a band if you're not bass players at front bands, Beatles and shit, you know? It's rare. Well, is that what you want to do? Heck do no. I don't front? sing. I'm not a lyric guy, word guy, by any means. Oh, well then... That's why, I, like, like you're telling me to just tell you about music I listen to, man. I don't listen, or I don't read half the words of the things I listen to. Good. Um, mainly because I don't really talk with people about like every little thing I listen to it's usually stuff that's like this sounds like something someone would like listen to this or this sounds like something that I know you've never heard anything like this you gotta listen to this and I, I kind of take that in the other way too so I listen to more stuff than I'm like oh right, what is that and then I'll be like okay yeah like someone will tell me and then uh, that's it just want it done and instead of to, like to see repeat. if I already know what it is and if it's like uh, I don't I have, I have no idea what this is. Yeah, there's so much music. There is. There is so much music out there, and I
0: wonder what that means for the landscape of just future consumption. I mean, on some level, we're gonna get so big that it's gonna become local again. That it has to get small. So where do those where those little pockets end up on the internet somewhere or do you end up in pockets
1: with people that you know hanging out and there's just so much music like from before like the internet explosion like that you know got a lot of plays in their day like you know record sales and stuff but now they're getting like these old songs are getting just millions of streams you know what I mean so like these people are just raking in the money like decades after uh so I feel like it's gonna be a lot of like rediscovery of what we already did, but like a, kind of like a mimic of the old stuff. It's funny you say a rediscovery
0: of the stuff that we did because that's one of the things that somebody asked. It like Man, nobody watched podcasts. I'm like that's not not the point. Like the point is, I enjoy doing it. Like I enjoy having these conversations, and maybe, like you were saying, maybe someday it'll be rediscovered, and somebody will enjoy going back and listening to it. Oh, yeah. So, you know, maybe in a way that's what's going on with the internet, is that it's the the thing that's destroying time and, and tearing apart this construct that we made up that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Time, it's handy to keep track of shit if you're gonna make people pay for stuff, but... But we—it's—it's it's too businessy. So maybe that's what it is. YouTube and all this stuff allows you to put stuff outside of time, and so when people go back and discover stuff, it's like reliving it all mm-hmm. over again. But then, what does that mean for us as artists? That's a whole new train of thought.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Dead end. Boom. Man, sometimes still, I do that's that. That's where I'm still <laughs> like, yeah. That's why I'm not completely sure of myself to go just do whatever I think. I need to do, I guess, because it's not the smartest business decision to just do something like that. To do something like just Just, hopping in the fryer? Yeah, or just hop on a train. You know what I mean? Like, I'm definitely, you know, I like being able to work for something that's going to go somewhere that is bigger than me, even (sighs) if it doesn't have No, I, f- I feel the
0: same way. I'm uh I feel the same way because of the Stingers comedy thing. You know, we started doing this little comedy production thing, and uh, that's how I feel about that. I want it to be something that even without me, there's great comedy that people are are listening to because we laid some groundwork. I don't like don't want to like brand my identity.
1: I guess does that makes sense? That's interesting. Can you not brand your identity? Yeah, I just call myself something different if I do something solo I guess or whatever you know but oh I see what you mean it's like yeah being part of yeah probably it's just like that can anything. it means whatever I mean make it to mean, I guess and I don't want to do that like with myself mm, I see what but you're saying I'm out there fending from myself on my I don't know you know what I mean it's just kind of like sink or swim no, no like middle ground and yeah I feel like I'm perpetually just kind of sinking in swimming
0: <laughs> I guess I think that's called life with that <laughs> yeah <sighs> but isn't that isn't that the way like you just keep trying and trying and trying I feel like I've done the same thing in that just keep doing and doing and doing until something sticks, you know?
1: Just keep finding ways to keep doing something new, something exciting, yeah. something that makes me happy. Or acting on my opinions instead of just like having them and like bottling them up and and then getting like pissed about it or frustrated, you know? Kind of yeah. just like having an opinion and being like, alright, why am I like, is this effective at, at all, I guess?
0: I've been thinking about books, man. Like, I feel like I need to write a book. I don't know. You keep mentioning solo projects, and I relate to that as I need to put all of these opinions and these thoughts that I have out in some sort of tome so that it can be referred to. I don't know if that's appropriate or not, but <clears throat> I guess it's kind of like a, a person's version of an album. A book. But yeah, who reads a book these days? For Dude, Kyle an audio book, man. man. The internet. I'm sitting here playing with this camera while I drive. Sorry. It's safe, man. We got our seatbelts on. <laughs> We're doing 35. It just kept wanting to cut your head off, and I didn't like it. I'm here. But I wonder how... You know the book and all that good stuff. I guess we could just dive right into the philosophy. I don't want to steer you too far away from the music if you don't want to, but... The identity thing fascinates yeah, I'm not, I'm, me.
1: Like I feel like I'm not just... But uh, I don't know that yet. I'm not really living the life of... i like, not, not a musician. To, like, I'm totally, you know... No kids. No significant other. I just live within my means. You know, make enough money to, to just keep doing it. That's pretty much it. Travel. You guys get to travel much yet? Not as much as I wish. But, I mean, we... Southeast, trying to expand, um, yeah, another thing, like, we do it all ourselves, so it's pretty much, if we don't do it, no, nothing is done, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that, you know, we are not very competent in, we're average, you know, gotta be booking agent, manager, and have some kind of personal life on the side obligations that's the hard part
0: man that was my big thing recently just I'm not going to give every day of my life I'm not going to give a third of my life over to somebody that's not going to fund the other two thirds you know yeah. and having a 40 hour a week job that's that's where you end up it's just beholden to somebody else and that's no fun but not just not being able to make a living wage and that gets back to artists not being paid
1: what they deserve which I've gotten a taste of that through the comedy but yeah I mean doing it yourself yeah there's, that's it's hard to like grow naturally cause it takes time yeah it does take time so like that's what I feel yeah probably it's just it's gonna take time and whatever I I learn on my own personal journey I can help like apply that to what I'm already doing with this but uh, like there's growth in the band and there's not I don't feel like there's a whole lot of growth in me Um, or maybe that's like the same I don't know it's all kind of the same timing or whatever like if, if, if I'm learning stuff and I'm growing as a person band's growing and if I'm not then nothing's happening or if, you know, same with like doing logistics of booking a gig and making sure like everything's squared away for it you know like yeah are we getting fed are we getting put up somewhere you know like having to do that that's not the fun the fun parts of it but it has to happen when it
0: makes you feel good like it makes me feel good knowing alright I got that one on the books or I got all that worked out yeah. so there's that little bit of accomplishment that goes into it that I need that. Like, if I don't see some results somewhere... Yeah. Oh, it, it grates at me. But
1: sometimes it's like... Uh, I don't want to do this, man. You know, or the logistics side of it. I, I want to just make music. And if I'm doing more logistics and less music, then I kind of go crazy. Well, that's understandable. And uh, that's, that's like a shared struggle, I feel like, among some musicians that I relate with uh yeah all
0: the work that goes into making it a a career yeah I think it's one thing to go and play on the weekends but when you're trying to make it a career and you do have to do I don't think a lot of people realize what goes into it how many hours would you say if you had to just put a number on it for people that have never been around it how long does how many hours go into a four hour show I mean, I mean you figure hours to get people on the phone and get it booked hours to travel and i'm not talking about all the rehearsal time and preparedness to get ready to perform a show yeah that's different but for but putting a show
1: together i don't know it depends on the the show the venue the crowd uh if you've
0: got to put together flyers, if you've got to put together marketing. I mean, it's full-time work. Yeah, there are people that, that make a stuff, full-time living. Out of
1: stuff it. that, like, you know, I wish I was good at doing, or I wish I would just, like, do it. There's a lot of stuff that, like, I know could be done musically and logistically that could make it all better and make the return a lot better, but it's, like, I'm... Um, Only one person. Yeah, I, I, like, and I, I don't really give that much of a fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't have sympathy from, for uh, for a lot of things. It sucks. So like, I'm not a good like I would not not be a good band manager or whatever. You know? I, I've only I only know what I know from experience of like just a little bit playing with other bands and hearing other people's insights and you know it's it's not the fun part Yeah, like you no. said earlier it's not the fun part and so yeah trying to get everyone to be like yeah just let's focus on the music and like everything else will figure own shit out like I don't, I'm tired of like worrying about the logistics of it and not making new music and whatever that might mean like whatever I'm involved with I need to be Doing something with music, There, there is a point, but there's not a point in the moment for me, and that's kind of what I need. Like, I need a reason in the moment. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I can't. Like, even if, even if I know it's going good, and like, the logical side of my brain's like, yeah, like, you know, a month down the line, everything's going to be fine. Like, I'm still like emotionally like. <laughs> <laughs> right here, right now, I'm gonna deal with this shit. Yeah, like and and the shortcomings individually and as a group and at like personally it's like i see all that more prevalent like in those moments in the in the moment moments instead of like down the line it's just like man you can't really think about like how much time have I wasted it's, like how much time am i, am I about to waste you know yeah you know, that's like, a mindfuck right there man and that's what you think in the moment you know like down the line you're like oh this could've been different but everything happens for a reason everything leads to this one moment or whatever yeah no I like I I learned from the past but I don't like dwell on it I'm, I'm always constantly thinking like what is my in- intuition subconscious trying to tell me about what's gonna happen you know yeah and that's, that's picking a, up on vibes and fuck yeah. putting in that into words and making an impact like without actually like physically making an, you know what I mean like yeah without having to go and manifest something being
0: able to say look here's a perspective that without this perspective that the perspective is valuable right it's not so much having to make a tchotchke for that perspective but being able to say look here's this this valuable thing I uh I think that's something we have in common because that's in my mind a big picture trait when you can remove yourself or be in the moment enough to see a bigger picture than the moment that you're in that's uh, to me that that's something that goes back to you were saying branding and being yourself that's who you are like when I think about who I am the person that I am is the person that is in the moment when the consciousness checks out and I'm on stage and I'm on the microphone and I'm Doing my thing, and I don't remember it twenty minutes later. Like that's that's me.
1: Yeah. So when I go back and listen to like something that I play on, and I enjoy it, I'm like, yeah, that's great. Like I need to learn what I did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, I, or is it learn or unlearn? No, it's how not. to get there. Well, I need to not. I need to figure out how to just tap into that instantly and be uh, like. I don't know it's the yeah. same it's the same with listening to yourself and like man that was terrible I need to not do that either but <laughs> been there maybe it's the opposite maybe it's some oh maybe yeah maybe it's something that you did that you do need to be doing or whatever I don't know that's a good way to learn though when you know. go back and listen to it yeah I need to I always need to do that more for sure um, I kick myself every time I forget to record something for that exact reason
0: because it's a missed learning opportunity
1: back to the perspective thing though yeah. I had like a weird shower thought kind of what if what if every human being is like literally the same it's just their, their environment and, and their outside influence is like what crafts their perspective
0: their so this is nature versus nurture and you're going hard nurture. hard
1: nurture yeah
0: uh, I, I think I, I agree I agree to on lots of levels um, because context you, you cannot define something without the context that is it's in for
1: one people are no exception I guess more of like a sub uh, collective subconsciousness of like just people in general like instead of you know yeah maybe this person is different a little bit by, by nature but not I guess, as, as far as just how we perceive. I agree with you, I agree with um, you. I think. Uh, I feel like we're more similar in that than we even know because Yeah. we're so, within our, each of our own worlds. Yeah, and most of
0: that world is just made up future and past and it's not all there. But I agree, I think there is something to the fact that we are all part of this same system whatever you want to call reality and because we're all part of that same reality we're all participating in the same thing that on a lot of levels we can't help but all be the same and then you I can push that even further into the the consciousness realm where people are starting scientists are starting to talk now about how everything is consciousness like dark matter is consciousness. There is this... Consciousness is the thing that binds everything. Which is a really fascinating thought in that... Which supports what you're saying. We are all just a unique perspective of the same consciousness. Right. Which I think there's a lot of
1: validity to that. Yeah, well, I don't know, man. It's just... I literally was thinking about that like yesterday. That's a fun one. I don't know. It's uh a... without getting into like sci-fi shit yeah it's definitely some, something to think about we can get
0: into sci-fi shit we can definitely get into <laughs> sci-fi shit no problem I didn't ask what time uh, what time you guys need to be back but we're headed that direction yeah, so I mean, we should be alright I still have
1: like two hours before we go on oh really Yeah. oh hell yeah I think, I think we start at 10.30 good um, deal I kinda need it. Cigarette. Can I smoke? It? Oh, yeah.
0: Fuck yeah, you can.
1: Can I smoke on the podcast? Yes, you can. I did, I did on the last podcast, so. Yes, it's perfectly allowed. If I had my pipe,
0: I would join you, but I left it at my house. Um, God damn, we've been at this an hour. <laughs> hey, Time flies. Um, all the consciousness stuff, though, man, I love all that stuff. And we haven't really gotten into it, so if we're going to keep going, I would love to hear some of your philosophy thoughts because I think those go hand in hand with identity you know we we develop these perspectives that become our identity I think that's kind of how I've built myself and my character yeah and it sounds to me like that's
1: what uh, what you're talking about being in the middle of yeah it's kind of hard to separate like what I've been taught versus what I've like learned how do you mean because of, of my per, uh, perception of whatever I take in, you know, it's like a guy tells like five different people like the same thing. They all like perceive it differently and take it in. Like the words mean different things to them. You know, I, pe- people like put their identity in their like in their personal everything in words, you know. So like when someone says I love you, it's like love just means something completely different for everyone, you know. Yeah. Whether it's, like, bad memories or good memories or whatever, you know? So, uh, I don't know. It's, it's hard to think about how I would describe myself without, you know. Without all that context. Yeah. We're going to stop by my house and
0: use uh, the pisser before we head back. Definitely. So I let lo- me drop this on you and and, uh, and see what you think, and we'll kind of we'll call this the summary because Truth, Love, and Peace is the the ideal version of the philosophy that got me started in doing podcasts and having these conversations and everything, or recording these conversations. But it started when we we're talking about context and perspective from understanding motives, and so I started with FNP, which stands for Fear, Power. And novelty and that those are the only three things that could motivate anybody because fear is the emotion context is novelty and power is control but in the instance that you're talking about this relationship of terminology and what we know and what we don't know and um, how we define terms is the power portion like that's the the control that we have is in being able to define terms so I've always been fascinated by um, by how hard it is to overcome the discrepancy between two people's definitions of a term. Right. And then, so that's what led me to, to this whole motivation theory of like, well if I can't figure it out via
1: the terms, how do I get inside people's heads? Yeah, without like compromising who they are. Yeah. Or like making them change because it doesn't necessarily like it's not for the better good it's for like you to be able to express it to them easier right Uh, right that's why I default to simplicity it's not necessarily like the better thing to do try to like explain something to somebody that you understand completely and they just won't get it because that's not how they were raised
0: or they just don't have the
1: information to back it up but just yeah literally just who they are as a person Isn't going to understand...
0: Yeah, I mean, you can come up with all kinds of extreme examples, but there are... You know, look at race. There's no way you can know what it's like to walk around a different color than you've been all of your life. Like, good luck wrapping your head around that, because the entire context of your life would be totally different, every circumstance you've ever been in. And it's
1: really difficult to bridge those gaps. And
0: it's kind of something that's going on political, right? You know, in culturally, I think,
1: yeah, I mean, even on, like, just... Way smaller levels of, of, of personal identity. You know, just you know, people that are from the same place they were born and raised, and like their whole family, generations, generations, like same place, it's, like versus someone who just like has never settled down for more than a year. Yeah. And like you know, I don't know. Uh, those little things, those environmental perspective experiences, experiences, and like enhancers or whatever, like allow people to, like, see it a different way, but it, it's not, like, the full picture. It's just a glimpse. Yeah. And I feel like I'm just glimpsing things because, like, I'm not supposed to be doing, like, any of the shit I'm doing. Like... What are you talking about? I was about? not meant to, like, do this. Like, or I wasn't, like... You know, as far as, like... Pe- people raising kids and being like, my kid's gonna be this, my kid's gonna be there, or, like, my kid... I don't know, like... I'm not the, the ideal musician Nobody told you you were going to be a bass player? Yeah, it wasn't like (laughs) yeah I wasn't like prepared for that really. It just kind of happened. Well what and that's what I liked about it It was was that uh, yeah I was working hard and I was like enjoying myself but it wasn't it wasn't just some kind of idea some kind of conception that someone else created and was like yeah this is like a job and like all this stuff and like go be this. Yeah. Career day like there wasn't what I'm doing now, like on that table, you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's Same like, here. Figuring that out for your, for yourself is like a constant thing. I guess if you're like an artist or not, I not think, doing the, the typical thing.
0: Yeah. And I'm
1: thankful to be able
0: to live that life because I've been in situations, you know, corporate jobs where that's not an option. Like, this is, you go to work every day, and this is the life that you lead, and these are the things that you believe, and these are the rules that you play by, and some of them bleed into your real life, and a lot of them bleed into your real life, and eventually you just become that, and oh my god, it sucks. So the ability to learn, to learn from experiences, and continually grow as a person,
1: it's hard to get away with these and days. I you a know, business is kind of like, well, in that context, I mean, you could say the same about just, like, families... Right. Being so just into your family, I guess. Mm hmm. Uh, Because they're very. Taking over the family business, like that whole. Yeah. You know.
0: And you just never see another perspective.
1: Mm hmm.
0: That can very easily happen. Well, man. All right, yeah, let's uh, let's walk in here to my house. Quentin, thank you so much. Yes, we man. have to do this again. We've well, barely fun. scratched the surface. I'll, I'll
1: call and put me on speakerphone during Shay's podcast. <laughs> That'll be great. So, bye,
0: YouTube. Bye, Facebook. And until next time, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Truth, love, and peace.